Hey, we're back. Yeah, it's These Are Bad Movies. And I'm Amy Bell. And I'm Amanda Ferriante. So today we've decided that we want to talk the end times because, you know, what what else do you want to do in a hot summer afternoon other than, you know, talk about the end of all things? Pool party. Pool party, end of times. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm saying as an alternative. <laughs> oh, oh, I was like, pool party at the end times. No, 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 it's like, I mean, I could, you know, just be eating watermelon and pooling it up instead of, you know, the existential crisis. Why not both? Sure. Watermelon and existential crisis. I mean, that that also has a tendency to happen around me. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> so- All right, but the thing is, like, is there a good way to ruminate on end times or is there like a, uh, you know, would any movie about end times be bad? I mean, I know this is a bad movie. We're going to watch. I thought you loved end time movies. Don't you think there's a good end time movie? Well, I usually don't watch biblical end time movies. Oh, this is a biblical end time This is a biblical end time movie. This is about the rapture. Uh, yeah, that's a... Okay, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's not, like, the typical disaster fic that I like. So we are watching Left Behind with Nicolas Cage. It's gonna be terrible. I'm pretty sure I've seen it before, but it's, like, so bad. I read the book. I did read the book. There's a book? There's a whole, like, shelves of books in this series. Like, it is, like... It was the hot item in Christian fiction when I worked at the bookstore. So I read it so I could talk to the people that came in looking for trash novels. Uh Uh-huh. Because Christian fiction is where you get shelved when you talk about Jesus, but also would never have been published elsewhere. Yeah, so I haven't seen Left Behind. I am coming around on Nicolas Cage. When I was young, I liked the movies I saw him in. Yeah. Limited, though they were. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, actually, this is embarrassing to watch. And then I've come back around, and now I think he's a genre actor. (laughs) (laughs) Like, he's very good at... That thing that he's good at, and that's a skill, and people take it as bad acting, and it's like, no, he's just, it's a genre, it's a genre, <laughs> is what I've decided. So I'm coming back around on Nicolas Cage. Um, I don't like Christian media. Yeah. Um, it That's because you see uh, religious themes and Christian themes in media that is otherwise publishable and you don't call it Christian media. You only call it Christian media where if it weren't for the Christian message, they never would have got someone to publish their book. Yeah. I mean, that's just like my experience from working at the bookstore. um, When you're talking about Christian fiction. Now, when you're talking about, you know, meditative spiritual books that are just talking about like, how to pray philosophy that's different or that's different or or self-help or you know guide books that's not fiction right um although 
the How to Pray guidebooks were typically written by mega pastors who can piss right off as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Like, that's kind of where a lot of these mega pastors get their money is they also have book deals. Yeah, I don't, I don't support mega pastors. No. At all. No. So, I am really excited to talk about Left Behind with you because I can tell that you don't actually come into this with a full knowledge of what the Left Behind series of books meant in, like, the 2000s. I didn't know. And, like, the movie that was made. Like, it's gonna be fun. I didn't know. We're gonna hate it. Yeah. I hear Rapture and I go, "Mm, mm mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You you want to go there, huh? Are are you giving us a pre-Ubrick rating? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that that's my attitude going into this. Now Nicholas Cage just doing his thing on screen could be good. Okay, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> like I said, I think I I I'm coming back around. I think he's a genre actor, and people are not recognizing that that is what he's doing and they're calling it bad acting and it's like no he's very good at that kind of acting <laughs> is oh. what i've decided okay so basically what you're saying is nicholas cage is good in a movie if the part was written with nicholas cage in the movie in mind have you seen moonstruck yes like chef kiss yeah he's amazing in that well, absolutely amazing in Moonstruck. Let's let's see if and you feel. It's because he's all... playing a ridiculous clown man, <laughs> so it works. He's. I don't believe that I would describe this character as ridiculous clown man. So let's find it, out. It sounds like a religious action film. Let's find out okay. how you feel about this movie. Okay. All right. Well, that was something. <laughs> you know, I. I'm sitting here thinking, I don't really have a ton to say about this movie. And really, I think I just enjoyed watching Amanda get horrified. It was upsetting to witness. Yeah. As someone who likes movies. <laughs> That's so bad. And also as someone who's religious. <laughs> no, no. Um, so, I mean, I still think we're going to have a really good conversation about it. But... uh. It was just worth it to watch the look of sheer disgust <laughs> that Amanda had on her face throughout the entire movie. And I mean, she came in hard with the disgust right from like the opening of it. it because it has no subtlety whatsoever. No. <laughs> None. It has no like nuance or character development, really. It's oh. either a raging Christian or raging atheist. Ooh. Um, so had you seen it before? Yes, I have. Okay. I mean, I love disaster movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I know you do. I read the book. Why? I worked at the bookstore at the time. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Okay. So how's, and, how does it compare to the book? Um, okay. <laughs> you know what? Let's discuss the plot first. Do you want me to go? Uh, if you want to. Okay. It starts with blonde lady coming home from college and she's mad at her mom who converted to Christianity and now she calls her mom crazy because that's a cool thing that people do. I guess some people, but like way to start out strong and harsh. Um, 
And then her mom is married to Nicolas Cage, who is an airline pilot. And college girl came home for the first time in a while to for dad's birthday. And then he has apparently arranged things to be gone on his birthday because he just doesn't want to deal with his family. And also, he may have a thing on the side with one of uh, the flight attendants. Uh, so there's a whole lot of like, why do you have to believe in God and, and do that to me, your daughter? There's a confrontation in the airport because there's a reporter man that everybody knows. And a woman approaches him and starts asking him if all of the things in the news are because of God or not. So the blonde chick who's home from college and is atheist, apparently, um, really owns this religious woman. And the reporter guy, reporter guy is so impressed by her that they have a little moment thing. Because you got to. Because. Love interests. Gotta. Just all the hat. Mmm. Um. Then everyone gets on an airplane and you're introduced to all these characters like the mean short guy and drug addict lady and all these people who you're like, mm, you're sort of scummy is what the movie wants you to think. And the rapture happens and it takes all the children and all the air traffic controllers. And it sounds like, Whoom. And it just leaves piles of clothes. <laughs> so you see the mall and you see all the little balloons floating away because there are no longer little children hands holding onto the balloons. And they don't take all the Christians. They take some of the Christians. All the children. We do see a dog after the rapture happens, which has interesting implications. And also all the air traffic controllers. So... Now there's an airplane with Nicolas Cage in it and all these other people who you have to assume just weren't good enough. That is what you're supposed to assume. Yes. And they do airplane shenanigans at one point. Another airplane crashes into them. Before that, the the people in the cabin are trying to storm the cockpit door and Nicolas Cage fixes the situation by decompressing the cabin. No more air for you. (laughs) Well, the the masks drop down, which encourages them, I mean, gently to sit in their seat and place their mask over their face. No more air for you. (laughs) What have you done to deserve air today? Nothing. Well, they didn't deserve the rapture. They didn't deserve air. So it's sort of like the Christian purge. Because back on Earth, it's the purge. Which was cool. You know, riots and uh, looting and people contemplating their own deaths. Yeah, so little blonde college lady decides to commit suicide and that's fun mm. then she ends up making contact with her dad who's in the airplane and she clears 
a landing strip on a road for the airplane. And there's lots of explosions and fire and stuff. And then everybody gets out of the airplane. And the world is on fire. Like, you see the city in the background. And there's just lots of buildings on fire. And, and like, this is just the beginning. Of the end. And that's when the movie ends. Because this is a reboot of a franchise. So they were expecting to have sequels. Well, <laughs> and this movie only covered, like, the first few chapters of the first book of the series. Good for them. It's complete. Uh, okay. So I just want to note it. I read the book and I've seen um, several reviews of this movie from the Christian audience mm. who um, I think must have a very rich internal dialogue in their own heads because they believed that the writing of the Left Behind movie did not do the book series justice. And I felt like the book series probably needed pretty heavy editing to come out as written English. Really? One of those? Yeah. And I'm, I mean, it's a really... I mean, let's be real here. The name of the main characters, just just to kind of put it in context of the writing level. Um, because I think there's something that can be said that's in common with, like, how you get to how name your characters. The last name of these main characters is the same as the last name is of, of Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, yeah. Are they the Steels? They're the Steels. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, this is very much, like, first-time author maybe shouldn't have, like, if they didn't have a niche, they wouldn't have gotten published. For real. Which was the same thing with Fifty Shades of Grey. I can't dispute that. Yeah. So that's the level of writing you're talking about in the Left Behind series. And, you know, its popularity was based solely on the idea that it was making a modern, biblical, uh, disaster miracle, a la Noah's Flood or something like that, for the future present. Yeah. Most, all, except for all the children and none of the dogs and all of the air traffic controllers going missing, all of the problems are not biblical because they're man-made and no, not acts of God. No, in the books the and in the earlier movies, I mean, the Antichrist shows himself. Well, it's- that was supposed to be one of the sequels, but in this movie, aside from the people blipping out of existence everything after that is people being stupid yes that's not an act of god you know you seem to be having a very similar response to some of the other christian reviewers and i have like my mind is boggling because the whole movie is about the rapture and then people freaking out and i cannot for the life of me See how anyone could look at that movie and say, that was not an act of God movie. The rapture part of it is, but it's not like a series of of plagues or anything like that. It's just like, bye, and then everyone freaks out. Yeah, which is one of the depictions of like post-rapture and part of what makes like the 
end time so miserable for people is the like just shock value of it all and like for for context losing pilots out of the sky and for context the only other arguable rapture movie i've seen is the one where thanos snaps his fingers (laughs) (laughs) is that endgame is that infinity war i don't recall but that's it (laughs) <laughs> up until this movie well and you didn't see a lot of writing you just saw a lot of people sad yeah yeah well i definitely think this was about the response to the act of god sure i just don't care that much i think it sucked aside from the plot uh, i think they used like public domain music and whoever was picking it out was just having real fun with it and um yeah it 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 okay uh, it's so bad so the thing it's that so bother- bad. the thing that bothers me about this and a a lot of media that fall into the uh christian genre is that it seems to be made by people who have never had an atheist friend or family member or someone that they actually have realistic conversations with to reliably like lean upon for their narratives. <laughs> like <laughs> they just get mad whenever I bring up God. It's the, it's the evangelical kind of attitude where you have to be persecuted. Yeah. It like, the underlying part of this movie is just this idea that, you know, Christians are persecuted and, and, and stuff like that. Um, we're still like, I don't know, we're still a majority Christian nation. I don't know that we're a majority church going nation, but we follow Christian traditions in this nation. And a lot of the reviews that I read were even like, well, is Nicolas Cage even a Christian? And you know it doesn't matter i also if you're going to just assume things my i've always had better success assuming people were christians at least in some affiliation they were either born into a christian family they are practicing christians or they like live christian tradition it's a good guess i mean Granted, that's not 100% of the people in the United States yeah, by a long shot, It's any- but it's still very pervasive here. Yeah. And the idea that it's not is one of these like persecution fantasies. Yeah. Well, and, and maybe I should have been more specific and like, I don't like Christian movies or whatever. I don't like being preached to. And I feel like most... Christian movies are made by evangelical types. Yeah. Which means they be preaching hard. Yeah. Um, you know, like I've I've seen movies that, you know, were based on Judaism, for example. Like, just because it's religious doesn't mean it's knocking your teeth down your throat. Well Yeah. And and that's more the reality that like 
So my the older generations of my family were very religious. And my generation and my parents' generation um pretty much e- entirely atheist. And whenever the like Christian practicing members of our family would say like Christiany things, we'd just be like, "Amen." Mm. You know, Nobody was like gonna like, Mom, you're crazy, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean Yeah. Like no. maybe if you're talking about a family dynamic where the practicing Christians are uh actually persecuting members of the family who are maybe neurodivergent or LGBT, um you would have that kind of dynamic where it's like Shut up about God. I don't want to hear it. But Th- then you're bringing other issues to the table. Right. That's other issues on the table. But if it's just the difference is just this member of the family is religious. This member is mm-hmm. not. The dynamic is more like, yeah, OK, have fun at church. Mm-hmm. Bye. Yeah. So and, yeah. and the atheists don't typically even like we don't talk about being atheists to the religious people because it upsets them way more than it upsets us that that they're religious Mm. yeah i mean i i like you look at the lds church uh, by a lot of measures it's evangelical right and at least in the congregation i attended growing up you'd hear a lot of stories about like basically the god is not dead story like that movie where you're going to college and your professors are trying to convince you that nothing matters because there is no god like you will be persecuted for sharing your beliefs or whatever is is this cautionary tale that you can hear a lot and god came up all the time for me in school just from fellow students and it was never an issue like i had a i had a speech course where a a woman talks about her childhood like her speech was on her childhood and and talked about how god had an impact in her life and no one caused any trouble no that is not a thing unless you're meeting the worst people and then they've got other stuff going on or if you try to raise your hand in biology class and say that dinosaurs weren't real you're gonna mm, get, yeah, you know, like, yeah. get out of my class. We're teaching science here. Yeah. If you don't want to learn science, then freaking leave. And I completely support that, too, because yeah. the other kids in the class don't need to have, like, a debate about yeah. theology in the science class they signed but, up but for. But that's not... And I never saw that, even. Yeah, that that's not the, the evangelical scary story. No. Right? It's a, it's a totally false narrative. Um... And it's just, uh, it's real dumb. Yeah, I mean, Amanda and I met in school. She's very religious. I'm very not. Yeah, we get along great. Yeah. Aside from, you know, our obvious personality conflicts. But it's not about the religion. <laughs> it, the religion is not the issue. <laughs> <laughs> we enjoy talking about religion with each other. We have no, like... Yeah. And most people I know about at least within our generation Mm -hmm. enjoy their exchange of ideas whether it be a faith-based system or an atheism or agnosticism or you know it's it's just discussion of values and life philosophy 
And and that can be very interesting stuff. Yeah, and stories and mythology. And honestly, mm-hmm. that's why I didn't have a problem reading books like the Left Behind series, because I feel like it is Christian mythology. It is a... It's a reimagining of, <sighs> like, a Christian mythos yeah. in popular culture. I suppose. It was really poorly written. Yeah. And this movie was really poorly done. And the victimhood... It's yeah. so bad. It's so bad. And it is... I mean, this is... I feel like this is a pretty good example of the the genre, generally speaking. Yeah. And seriously, what what this whole evangelical media thing misses is like, hey, how about you just go have a conversation about uh, your faith and maybe your friend's faith without... Being from the point of you hate me because of my faith and uh, I think you're going to hell. Yeah. Like, don't start a conversation at that point. Like, if you just talk like normal people. Yeah. Well, and in, and in that instance, I think the religion would be an excuse for the behavior. Right? Like, if someone's bringing that kind of attitude towards people, it'll... The reasoning behind it will be whatever. There'll, there'll be any kind of excuse. Yeah. So another one of the things that I saw in the Christian reviews of this movie, and this is also where things got really out in left field, and I didn't notice this at all, but apparently a lot of uh, Christian viewers were really upset at the amount of cleavage in this movie, which well, I would have said was zero. No, no, no. They're, they're talking about... The, the the flight steward, who was blonde and conventionally pretty and um, was the, clearly the bombshell of the cast, and you were supposed to dislike her from the beginning. Oh, because she was sexy? Yes. And really? Be, and because she was influencing Nicolas Cage to infidelity. Was she though? Because it seemed because like she of her was... sexiness. Because of her sexiness. Be- like that. Oh, so like she didn't have to mean to. Like just her existing. But was, also like of the devil. But and she was interested in him. Like this guy who. But like, she also like it. But like when she found out he was married, she was pissed. Yeah, but this movie isn't logical, right? Because okay, okay. it it's just not. See, this is what I like, like, explaining these, like, deciphering... These are the presumptions you're supposed to make. Like, I've seen enough bad movies and Christian or Christian-adjacent movies to know the assumptions the audience is supposed to make. I mean, she's basically fully covered. She's just wearing a button-up shirt. But she got boobs. Which, for people with boobs, is... Well, and, and her little necktie is tight so sexy. Like, and she puts on lipstick. Like, even though... In all reality, she is being, like, the character is, is portrayed very modestly. She's got a nice figure, which is enough to count against you in some circles. But that's not what I call cleavage. No. Cleavage to me is when your shirt is, like, showing boob crack. I agree with you. You gotta see boob crack for there to be cleavage. I, having boobs isn't cleavage. I agree with you, Amy, but that's the the portrayal Oh this movie was going for. Like, I can't believe I even have to say boob crack because cleavage is supposed to be the word that prevents you from having to say that. No. 
like she didn't dress conservative Christian enough. That's it. I don't think she could have. Well, I'm not saying this movie makes sense or is um, acting from a place of uh, truthfulness. Oh my gosh. Like, it's worse than I think it is sometimes when I read the reviews. Yes, it is. I was disgusted. It was disgusting. (laughs) All right. Well, share with me what hit you as disgusting. The attitude. Okay. Right? Like, everything we talked about. Um, the, the, the fact the audience was supposed to dislike the stewardess because of her appearance was very obvious to me. Okay. I, I did not get that at all. Christian upbringing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, practicing Christian upbringing. We should, uh, you know. Yeah. I mean, we've got some differences, but I think the majority of members lean conservative and it 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 checks a lot of boxes for being an evangelical faith right so even though i haven't watched a lot of quote-unquote mainstream christian media i've seen enough of it and mormon cinema (laughs) to know the, the the signifiers right like the the stereotypes the archetypes the the tropes whatever you want to call it um and Okay, so a lot of Christian viewers didn't think this movie was Christian enough. Where it, like, punched me in the face with its over-the-top preachiness. Well, you brought up Fifty Shades of Grey. I'll bring up Twilight. Classically, people derided it for being too Christian and not being Christian enough. Like, that that's not a surprise. Yeah. They even made a joke about it on Parks and Recreation. (laughs) Yeah. So I wanted to include it in a time capsule to memorialize his relationship with his daughter. And there was a a, a Christian faith representative arguing, no, that's too... Of the devil or something? Yeah. (laughs) And, and, And someone else standing up and arguing, no, it's too Christian. And it's a whole thing. Yeah. It's very funny because... That actually happened and happens to other media. Yeah, it. I, I gotta at least kind of sympathize with the Christian, uh, the person that takes on doing Christian writing, uh, fiction writing, because it seems like that's that is every review sequence. I mean, you're right. Um, well, and, and you want to talk about um, virtue signaling? <laughs> okay, I think. Virtue signaling is largely a meaningless term, but in this particular arena, does seem a little applicable. Are you signaling enough virtue? <laughs> if not, be gone. Yeah, the whole, I can't believe the main character was going to have an affair. That's some adult content. Mind you, no sexual things ever happen here. At one point, he even leans in and you think they're going to kiss. And no, he's just like whispering to her. Yeah, there's no... Explicit anything. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. It is... But did they signal enough virtue? Yeah, I see. I mm-hmm. see this. Mm-hmm. And this was a this was a major Hollywood production. 
Yeah, like 15 million or something. Yeah. So released in 2014. Uh huh. Not even that that long ago. Nobody really liked it. No. Why would they? I mean, the story didn't even st- like the story wasn't even told. No, it it wasn't. They they did the opening act. <laughs> they did the inciting incident, and that was it. Yeah. It was not a story with the beginning, middle, and conclusion, or, or the, the the hero's arc, or, or any of that stuff. Well, it was like, and, and I think this was the best way I saw it described. It was a plane in peril movie set with the rapture. Mm. If I were to compare this movie to a joke, it was just the setup. Yeah. No yeah. Punch there line. was no punchline delivered. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, what what's your rating? You ready to rate it? I want you to pretend I made that noise with my mouth. <laughs> That's my rating. No. Okay, okay. I would give this movie yeah. an... Uh, how would you rate it? Cool. I growled a little bit and it set the dog off barking. Yeah, he was here for the whole thing. He didn't like it either. No, he did not. Yeah. All right. Well, just to remind everyone, we are professionals. Don't watch these at home. 